What up? What up? What up? What up? What up, everybody? What's up? Hey. Uh, yeah. So it's been a minute, but I'm back, and I'm so excited to be back because what I'm going to be talking about today is not exactly a comfortable topic. But it needs to be discussed. So we all are about to get a little uncomfortable. And that's okay. Let me tell you why. Because it needs to happen. Okay. So on my podcast today, we're going to talk about an issue that's going on in my high school. So my high school is a suburb um, of Fort Worth. It's called North Richland Hills. Okay. It's a predominantly white area. I would say 98%, like really, really white. Uh, so we moved to this town in 95. I could count on one hand how many African-Americans, how many African-American families were actually in the city that we lived in at that time. It wasn't until probably 10 more... 10 years later, more families started coming, but I would say at least 98% of uh, North Richland Hills in 1995 were uh, Caucasian. I think 98% of it was. And I don't, like I said, I don't remember any interracial families until at least the 2000s. Um, but prior to that, I didn't meet any in, in North Richland Hills. Okay, so we're going to refer to that as NRH. That's the hood name. Just playing. Okay. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because some controversy has been going on over there and it's been going on for about 50 years, but everybody just closed a blind eye to it and forgot that, Hey, why is there this racist ass shit going on in the city? So let me explain what's going on. So Richland has a mascot and it is called a rebel. Now a rebel is a Confederate soldier, twisted, flip it, whatever way you want to paint it. It's not a cowboy, people. It's a motherfucking Confederate soldier. So let's not deny it. Let's not act like it's something that is not. Also, they have a spirit team. It's called the Johnny Rebs. Now, they run around like maniacs and do flips and try to hype everybody up for pep rallies or football games, whatever, and they carry around a flag. Now, let me explain the flag. So there's a history at my high school with this flag, okay? So this flag used to be the actual Confederate flag. Y'all, I am not making this up. My high school used to have the Confederate flag as their school flag. It wasn't until 1993 that they said, huh, some people don't like this. I don't know, maybe because it's 150 years past Civil War. I don't know why. But they voted to remove the flag, and they didn't really fully remove it. What they did was they, like, tweaked it. They, like, revised it. So they put, like, the stars in a different location and just threw a couple R's up there and said, okay, cool, now the Negroes will be happy. But, no, never really were. So for this school, I ran track. I ran cross country. I represented it. I always had a rebel on my shirt. And honestly, I was ignorant. And I'm so embarrassed to speak about this because one thing my parents did not do, and I find this as a mistake, is they never talked to me about race when I was younger. I didn't even realize that my parents were really like two different races. I mean, I knew they were different color skin tones, but I didn't know it was like a battle 
in the in America for generations of, against these two races. They didn't make it like a thing, which wasn't very good because I was like slapped across the face with it multiple times throughout life, and they didn't really warn me that black people have been discriminated against and there's an issue between us. So I remember in second grade, I was watching a Martin Luther King video. It was like Martin Luther King Day or something. And these black people were getting sprayed down. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I started crying because I I never even knew this shit existed. I was like, what the fuck? And so my teacher, she was amazing. She is now still head of, um, I think, the the school district. But she, like, invited my parents in and we had, like, a, you know, we all sat down and talked about uh, racial injustices. And I mean, it was just, like, a kind of a perfect introduction to it with a teacher that was just totally behind it. And she she was an amazing teacher. Her name is Miss Smith. Okay. She was a great, great teacher growing up to have. So that's how I was introduced to it. But then like I went into middle school and so we were going into a high school that had a pretty heavy, like Confederate rebel type thing representation. And a lot of my friends in middle school, they would have the Confederate flag in their room. And I was like, that's kind of a cool looking flag. I knew nothing. I knew nothing about the history of it. Like I said, my family is not from the South. My mom and dad are both from California. So I had no idea that this like represented Southern anything. So I walked into my dad's room and this is super embarrassing y'all, but I'm going to say it anyway. I can't believe this shit. So I walked to my dad's room. I said, Hey dad, so my friend, she got this like really cool flag in her room. So I said, hey, dad, my friend has this really cool flag in her room and I kind of want to get one. It's our school flag and it represents, you know, our our school, our high school. And he was like, what's the flag? And I showed him the picture of it and he's like, you are not putting that anywhere in our house. And once again, I was like those white girls. I was the one that was ignorant to this. And it was because I had a black father that I became like aware. Okay. He said, you are not putting that anywhere in this house. And I, I mean, now I look back at it and I'm just like, I can just imagine like the look on his face. Like I could, it's in my head. Like he, like he twisted his head. Like what the hell? My daughter's asking to hang at a Confederate flag at her house. Girl, I didn't know. I'm so embarrassed. The fact is I didn't know. I never was taught Confederate flag bad, but I was 12 years old walking into my black father's room saying, hey, dad. I like this look. And so he was like, hell no, you're not putting that in the house. And I was like, why? What, like, what is this? What, what's up with this flag? And he said it represented the South during the Civil War, the Civil War that tried to keep black people enslaved. And kid you not, this is how dumb I was as a child. This is how you know the Texas school systems has fully failed us in educating anything for black American history whatsoever. I turned to my father as a little spoiled ass mixed kid and said, but dad, that was a long time ago. Like slavery was a long time ago. 
And he looked at me like straight in my face and said, first off, it wasn't. Your great grandfather was born a slave. Second off, you do not ever forget your history. And I've always taken that to heart because I was one of those stupid white girls that knew nothing about race. Those girls that were raised about from parents that don't tell them anything about anything. But there comes a point where the parents have to turn to your kids and say, uh, no, this is not the direction you're going in. We're not going down a racial bias direction. I'm going to correct you and tell you you're not hanging Confederate flags places. This is not appropriate. You have African-American in your bloodline, and that shit's crazy. So don't even ask me that. And I'm sure at that point he was like, wow, I've really like failed my daughter at <laughs> raising her when she walked in the door asking for this shit. But ever since that talk I had with him, it was a really open conversation that we could have about how my dad became who he was. Now, if I could just go off on a little uh, buddy trail and talk about my father. So a lot of people in that area knew him, and he was their first interaction with like a black man at all. And a lot of them say, well, he's one of a kind. He was different. But the thing is, he had to try really hard to get to where he was. Well, first off, my father was born, uh, his parents were foster parents. He was born in 1940s. So he was actually the age of a lot of my friend's grandparents. He was 40 when I was born. I was his first child. My grandma used to say he had to get all the run out of him. Basically, he was a player and he waited a really long time to have kids. (laughs) Um, And I say was because my dad passed away in 2008. He had a heart attack on the front lawn, like I mentioned in my first episode. But he was the closest person to me in my entire life. And he taught me a lot of life lessons. And he was never a person to, like, force you to understand situations. He made me, like, come to him. And that was a really cool way to learn about situations for myself is, like, I made the mistake first and then he would correct that behavior So anyways, back to his life. So he was born in 1940. He went to segregated schools. And a lot of people, like I said, their grandparents went to segregated schools. My father did. I had like one, I didn't have that generation in between. So I firsthand learned about injustices and my dad got drafted into Vietnam and then he went to college and he would talk about how it was... 50 times harder for him to be able to take just exams that could elevate him. So for instance, when he was in Vietnam, he said that when they got drafted, he went to South Korea and they gave African-Americans like the shittiest jobs. Like you dig the graves, you take out the trash, you are the cook. Even though they were probably smarter than half the other white people out there. They gave them shit jobs and didn't even give them a chance. So my dad wrote into the military and basically begged them to allow him to take an exam. And also, he told me African-American soldiers weren't getting as, getting paid as much either as the white soldiers. So he begged them to take this exam so that he would be able to get a better paying job and they never let them 
take this exam. I'm not exactly sure what the exam was, but it, he said it had to do something with uh, tech or something along those lines. So he took the exam. He scored the highest. And he was able to do the job. That is the point. So the point that we're talking about here is systematic racism and how things aren't given to African-Americans as easily as it is to Caucasians. I saw that firsthand. He would talk about segregated schools and how they didn't have the same equipment that the other schools had. They were given hand-me-down books that were ripped and torn from the white schools and the pages were missing. They didn't have fans. It would just be so hot in there and... It, it was just not as good quality and horrible. So this is how his life started. Luckily, he, he knew from the start he was not given the best deck of cards, and he made what he could from it. After going to Vietnam, my dad went and got a degree in computer science. He met my mom, and then they moved to Texas. So... Yeah, I was raised in a 4,000 square foot house. I was very privileged. I didn't realize my privilege until my dad had to smack me a couple times and say, hey, I'm from the hood. I'm from the west side of Indianapolis. I need you to realize that you're not like all these other kids over here. And let me put you in check a couple times. And I appreciated that. And I needed that. I really did. Having cousins and family members that aren't uh, well off as you or don't come from the same exact background, it really wakes you up and to see how grateful you are for the way that your life is. And like when I was younger, okay, so my family's not like the typical family, right? My mom's parents, they are diehard Democrats, voted for Obama twice, hate Trump. My dad's twin brother is a black Trump supporter. So, I mean, when I'm talking about, I've had to learn how to navigate around a lot of different kind of people in my life and get along with all them, I, I have. And so this whole stuff that's coming up with um, all the racism, the Black Lives Matter movement, and how people are just so against it, I really have a hard time understanding it. And it, it hurts my, it really hurts like my soul because I don't know why you would not want equality for people. I don't know why it's so hard for you to say, hey, that person right there, that that Confederate flag, that kind of offends them. So I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable when we are singing this weird song, because it was weird, or once rebel, always rebel kind of thing. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So why not? Why don't we just get rid of it? But all these people are like, that's Southern history. That is our heritage. How dare you? And it's ridiculous. At the end of the day, it's ridiculous. These things are not to be idolized. I don't care who you are. This is horrible. Why are we idolizing rebels and somebody that lo y'all lost? Let me say that again for the people in the back. The South lost. And if you say all lives matter to me again, I'm going to burn your Confederate flag into multiple pieces. Not really, because I don't have the guts, but I just like to think about that in my head a couple times a week. Anyway, that's what's going on right now. So there's a protest, there's outrage, not just for the high school I went to, but everywhere else in the country. Finally, white people are turning to African Americans and saying, hey, I never... I never noticed that you were treated differently. It was about time. It's 
It's about time. It's long overdue. Thank you. And this is what you can do to make it better. So for all the people that aren't doing that, that they aren't turning to the black people in their life and saying, what can I do? What do I say? How do I say, how do I word this differently? I just need y'all to do that because I was raised around a lot of great, 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 great Caucasian people. A lot, a lot of them. And a lot of them did not judge my pa- my family for being interracial. And they, I, I don't, I hate to say this, but like, I guess took a chance. and was like, cool, I'm going to be friends with them. And they didn't like bat an eye. They just thought, what, what's the difference? I don't understand it. So there's a lot of people that are like that. But there's a lot of people that are really racist still. And those are the people that need to be corrected consistently and constantly. And like I said, I don't like to have this conversation. It makes me super uncomfortable. I'm afraid of like judgment of my opinion, I guess. But I cannot be silent any longer. And I have to say equality is needed for everybody. We need to get that shit down because I don't know why it's been up for over 60 years. I don't understand this. And I don't understand why people want to hold on to it so hard. Hang your Confederate flag outside your house. It doesn't need to be outside of a school. Okay? It doesn't. If you feel so strongly about it, hang that shit on your truck. Don't put it on a school where everybody is forced to wear it. That's not cool. So please, 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 can we take this down and just move the hell on? Please.